Hey friends, it's Becky Kahn here, your host on Beyond the Cover podcast. I'm super excited because as promised, we have a special guest today and we will for the next few episodes. So I'm excited about that. But today I'm super like overjoyed because one of my very dear friends, longtime friends, one of my best friends is here with me in my room, not necessarily the studio because it'd be weird for us to be in Max's closet together. <laughs> so we're not. But I want you guys to welcome Miss Kenda Atkins to the studio. Hey guys. Woo! The crowd goes wild. I need like sound effects or something to make it more fun, you know? <laughs> but I'm just not that savvy. So it's it's not going to happen. One day. It'll it's happen. fine. It's fine. <laughs> I can't believe like we're at 28 episodes right now. Um, um, you know, I've committed to doing this for like a year and every every week for a year. Mm-hmm. So we're at 28. I'm like, wow, like we're halfway there, like more than halfway there. So that's kind of crazy. But for sure. And I'm excited to have people on with me because this is I have had a couple of guests, mm-hmm. um, but I feel like, you know, God speaks to each one of us um, the same but different. You know, and mm-hmm. so like you can hear something and hear it completely different than I hear it because of what the Spirit's doing in you and how God is using you through whatever that is. So I just think there's so much power in collaboration yeah, and sure. coming together and doing these things together. So um, anyway, I'm super glad that you're here. Thanks for having me. Uh, okay, so tell us a little bit about you and because not everybody that's listening may know you. So just tell us a little bit about you sure. and then we'll jump in. All right. Um, See, so yeah, I'm a high school teacher and a a wife to a truck driver slash volunteer firefighter. So that's interesting. <laughs> um, I have two wild and crazy boys. For those of you that know her so. boys, you know that they're wild and crazy. Hundred <laughs> percent. <laughs> um, and you know, I love Jesus. Yeah, for sure. So. You know, I think that, um, and I've shared this with you before, but. One of the things that I admire most about you is that you're such a natural encourager. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, we've, we've walked life together for more years than we probably want to <laughs> admit to right now. Um, but we've walked life together for quite some time. And even like in, in school age, you know, mm-hmm. in, in school, you were always so um, steadfast. You were always so firm. Like people never knew, never questioned where they stood with you, and they mm-hmm. never questioned where you stood. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like they always knew that Kenda was going to be an, an encouragement. She was going to be kind. She was going to do what she said she was going to do. And why am I talking about you in the third person right now? <laughs> but you always did what you said you were going to do. You were always when you said that you were going to show up, you showed up. Um, you didn't. You didn't. Tr- you always treated people the way that you wanted to be treated. Like everything that I would want in my my kids. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? In junior high, high school, you were that. You know, and I will never forget that then. And so whenever I saw you um, at San Jacinto, whenever we came mm-hmm. originally, I was like relieved in some ways, I guess, because I'm like, okay, well, if she's here, then this has got to be legit. You know what I mean? <laughs> And that was like 15 or 16 years ago. So Mm -hmm. it's been a while. um, You know, so I just, I just remember that about you. And now in your adult life, you know, Mm -hmm. and and how I've walked with you, 
you're you're a natural encourager um but i think over the last couple of years really you have been super encouraging to women and that's Mm -hmm. that's been really cool to see because you've always been so in tune with students you know young Mm -hmm. students like little kids and then in student ministry Mm -hmm. and so students has kind of always been a thing but for you to be like investing in women and women to reach out to you and something that maybe you never thought like you would be worthy of or whatever Mm -hmm. so like tell me a little about that journey um well like you said kids and students were easy for me like I feel like from a young age that was my my calling was was to be a teacher and to work with children and so I mean honestly for ever um I really just thought that I'd work with small kids you know yeah. like I remember starting out at the church and I started in the preschool ministry and I thought that's just where I was going to be forever like my entire life started teaching kindergarten and public school and um thank God gave me that for a few years and then told me no that's not where you're supposed to be and I feel like it's kind of funny that he's slowly grown me from like junior high to high school and now to adults like do you think that that do you think part of that is like giving you um that you gain like knowledge or experience or whatever and so you're feeling more confident to work with older kids or adults or whatever that looks like do you think that that's part of it like you were selling yourself short or you think for that season of life, that was your calling, and then hmm. as you've grown, maybe your calling has grown? It's actually a good question, because um, for the longest time, I just said that like God was like growing me, you know? Mm-hmm. And so like every, every few years, it actually seemed like almost every four, three or four years, um, he was literally shifting and moving my ministry, like where I was leading. Yeah. Um, I know that as, when I was younger, as a young adult, I didn't have the confidence to lead a high schooler. Like, I honestly was intimidated by high schoolers. And so mm-hmm. the little ones were easy, right? And so um, I feel like he gave me my heart's desires, okay? Like, my heart's desires since the time I was five was to be a kindergarten teacher. Yeah. And so he gave me my heart's desires. Um, when I was 13, he told me, you're going to be a teacher. Like, I remember the moment. Wow that he said, you are going to be a teacher. What did that look like for you? Like, cause when we say mm-hmm. that God told me, or mm-hmm. I heard this from the Lord or whatever, it really confuses some people. It does. So what does that mean for you? Like, what, um, are you, what do you mean when you say that? Well, I remember the exact moment. Mm-hmm. My mom was our counselor. We were at camp. She was our counselor and we were standing in a circle. Family praying. camp. Family camp. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. It was not just youth. It was a pretty cool experience growing up. Um, she was our counselor, and it was just the 13 through 18-year-old girls. We were in our dorm, and um, she prayed over us one at a time, put us in the middle, and just prayed over us, and we prayed over each other, just asking God to kind of, like, open up, like, what our calling would be or what the plan was in our life or, you know, whatever God wanted to reveal to us in that moment. And I remember being in the middle of the circle with all the hands on me and everyone praying over me, and just hearing very, very audibly, you're going to be a teacher. Like mm-hmm. there was no doubt in my mind when I left that circle of what I was going to be when I grew up. Yeah. Cause I always wanted to be a teacher. It was always like within me, but there was sometimes we're like, well, maybe I'll be a secretary or maybe I'll, you know, um, be a chef or maybe I'll, you know, like all these different things would kind of like pop in my head. But that right. was like that moment, like, no, this is what you're going to do. Yeah. 
Um, and I've never strayed from that, you know, and yeah. I've had people say, why are you still trying to be a teacher? Like when I was, I've had years of struggle where I didn't have a job and I was substitute teaching and people were like, maybe you just need to do something else. And I was like, no, God told me I'm supposed mm. to be a teacher, but mm-hmm. I've got to figure out what he means by that. Do you feel like some people look at you crazy whenever you're like, God told me? Yes. hundred percent, hundred percent. Because, um, I believe that people don't necessarily hear audibly from God all the time. Yeah, for sure. It, it may be just a sign. It may be somebody tells you, you know, like maybe you tell me something and that's God using you to tell me what I need to hear. Right. Um, you know, it could very well be something as simple as praying and saying, God, show me a sign. And, and <laughs> actually a very, it seems kind of silly, but I, d- I prayed this prayer and it literally happened in the second. So I knew God heard me, but yeah. we had some issues with our dog and my husband was wanting to get rid of him and I loved him and I didn't want to get rid of him. Uh-huh. And we were laying in bed and I literally prayed, God, if we're supposed to keep him, let the light on the porch outside next door come on. And it literally came on in that second. Shut up. I'm not lying. And I was like, well, Jesus answers prayers. We're not getting rid of him. And we kept him for a few more years. <laughs> so <laughs> even with the dog, he cares. Even with the dog. <laughs> you know what? Some people. Okay. So like, let's, let's dive into that. I know I cut you off a little bit. We'll oh, get no, back you're to good. You. But let's dive into that a little bit because some people are mm-hmm. like, you can't test God that way. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. My, my, and this is my opinion for the listeners, but my opinion is that's not testing God. Like, it's not like if you don't do this, I'm going to do this right. type test, right? It's a, I need a sign. It's Gideon, right? Like, mm-hmm. I need a sign. Give me a, okay, can you give me one more sign? Mm-hmm. Okay, just another sign. Like, mm-hmm. I don't feel like that's testing God. I think no. it's, you know, he know, he knows the intent of your heart. 100%. You know, and if you're saying, God, I need a sign because I'm really just not sure about this. And you ask for, he tells us to be specific in his word, you know. Yes, he does. He tells us to be specific. So Mm -hmm. if you specifically say, turn the light on next door, but here's the thing. What if the light wouldn't have turned on? Then. Would you have asked for another sign, Gideon? Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) It's kind of funny. It is kind of that way sometimes, you know, like when your heart just wants something so bad, you know. Yeah. Like, my heart wanted so bad to be a kindergarten teacher. I really, truly feel like he was like, okay, I'm going to give you what you want. Yeah. I'm going to show you what you want. And I'm going to show you that that's not really where I want you. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, but it, I feel at the same time, like, everything is for a reason. And I feel like God said, I'm going to let you teach kindergarten because that's where your heart is right now. But I'm going to show you that your heart can be so much more. And it could hold so much more. Like, yeah. I just never knew the the love I could have for a teenager, you know, yeah, like yeah. the patience I could have for a teenager. Like yeah. in my mind, when I was younger, there was no way that I could ever teach <laughs> high school. Well, I mean, high school wasn't super easy for you though, right? Like, no, I mean, anybody that is as, uh, what's the word? Like you just, you didn't waver, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. you, you did not waver. People knew where you stood. You were, you were faithful. They knew that you loved the Lord. Mm-hmm. Like you weren't going to curse and smoke and go to the parties and, you know, the things that high school kids dealt with, I mean, I feel like they deal with so much more now. Yes. You know, but then what we dealt with, you know, mm-hmm. you weren't going to do any of those things. And so then, oh, well, you're a snob or you're a nerd mm-hmm. or you're a, you know, X, Y, Z, you name it. Like, you're all the things because you're staying true to who you say you are. <laughs> right. You know, so right. high school wasn't easy for you. So mm-hmm. I'm sure that, like, okay, to teach high schoolers, like, no, they're all a bunch of punks. Like, <laughs> I know. <laughs> 
I don't want to touch that. I mean, sometimes that. I still feel that way, but <laughs> <laughs> I love those punks. I love those punks now. I know, I know. I'm right there with you. I'm right there with you. Anyway, okay, so I totally interrupted your story oh, about your, your journey to encouragement, but jumping to, you know, encouraging women, I guess, mm-hmm. but jumping to, like, where you are right now, like, what is, mm-hmm. tell me, I mean, I know the thing, so share with share with the listeners your heart behind what you're doing, like, right now, and, okay. and how encouragement plays into that. Okay. Um, so a little back story, I guess, would be, um, I... You truly had like no self-esteem growing up you know like my self-esteem was super low so I never looked at myself as beautiful I never looked at myself as a pretty girl or even you know someone that people wanted to be friends with like in my mind I just wasn't worthy I wasn't worthy I wasn't enough um, and so that was a struggle that's something I carried with me from a young age all the way through you know being an adult right. um, you know, and I've always been kind of like on the heavier side. So, you know, grow like just growing up with that on top of everything else, it was just a struggle. Yeah. Um, so almost Girl, a year ago. <laughs> Fluffy club, come on now. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, almost a year ago, actually, like 11 months ago, um, God led me to this this uh, challenge, okay? And it, was, it wasn't just a weight loss challenge because, you know, we all have done those, right? Come on. You just want to try to find the new thing, whatever's gonna work for you. But the biggest part of this challenge was, it was a love yourself and lose weight challenge. Not, oh, let's lose 100 pounds, but you gotta love yourself first. Mm. Um, And I'll tell you, like, that first week of that challenge was so hard because I was like, do I love myself? Like, I don't look in the mirror and think I'm worthy. I don't look in the mirror and think I'm enough. Like. Yes, I tell the high schoolers all the time, like, you are enough, you are beautiful, you are worthy, like, you were you were made in God's image, like, so how can you not be beautiful? And I could right. say that and say that and say that, but I wasn't believing it about myself. Yeah. Um, so I really truly feel like God placed me in this first challenge for myself, and He said, look, you're going to love yourself because I love you, and I think you're worthy, and I think you're enough. But it's time now for you to feel that. Yeah. And so that first challenge was... I think so many women struggle with oh, that. Oh, 100%, I mean, 100%. I struggle with that on the daily. Like, mm-hmm. you know, even think, like looking in the mirror, like getting ready for, for work, right? You're mm-hmm. looking in the mirror and you're or getting ready for whatever. Mm-hmm. Put makeup on, fix your hair, whatever. After that, I don't, I don't want to look in the mirror anymore. Like, I don't want to look in the mirror. A friend of mine shared that with me the other day. She's like, I don't look in the mirror all day long, so I don't really even know what you know what I'm looking like because I, I'm choosing not to look in the mirror. I was like, holy smokes! Like, mm-hmm. I think I do that too. Other than like when I'm like on Facetime with somebody and you got your little picture up in the right. top and you're fixing your hair constantly or you're on right. Zoom or whatever. <laughs> but yes. yes, but I think it's it, it all goes back to you know an esteem and a self confidence mm-hmm. and it's men and women. Oh like, yes, not, yes. Although men, some men, no shade to the men that are listening, but some think that they are you know the God's gift to the world. So regardless of what they look like or smell like. (laughs) No shade. Don't get mad, you guys. Don't get mad. Anyway, so go ahead. So um, anyway, I felt so good after this challenge. I I lost like two pounds. So it was like not the weight loss at all that really got me hooked in this. It was, I feel so much better about myself. Like I walked by a mirror and I literally saw myself and I remember the moment I walked by a mirror and thought, I'm beautiful. Wow. 
Yeah, such a moment. Like I will never forget that because I had literally never thought that yeah. before. I might think, oh, I'm kind of pretty today. You know, I, I've yeah. worked really hard, so I, I look okay today. But never have I looked in the mirror and thought I look beautiful. Right. And so um, I joined another challenge a few weeks later because my coworker wanted to join with me because I talked about it and she was like, you know, I see a change in you. So let's do this. Well, about halfway through the first week, I told Jimmy. So even right there, just hold on. Even right there, <laughs> your coworker sees you and is like, I've seen a change in you, mm -hmm. right? Not because you've lost all this weight, because no. of, of who you were. And I know that God was working on you, oh, like, yes. in all of that. And so you yes. had a different, like, light shining in you. Mm -hmm. And she's like, whatever it is that you have in you, mm -hmm. I want part of that. Like, I yes. see a difference in you, so let me be a part of this. Yes. Like, can we, that'll preach. Like, can we just talk <laughs> about that for a minute? Because that's what we are, mm -hmm. right? As, as followers of imitators of Christ. Like, we want yes. people, like Paul told whoever he was talking to, what was that in Ephesians? I don't remember. I'm going to screw it up and I don't have the scripture on me. So and you guys know I'm not a theologian, but where he's telling the people mm -hmm. like, follow me because I am like Christ. Right. right. Would you be bold enough to say that? Like, Hey, I'm like Christ. So you follow me and do what I do because I'm following him and doing what he does. Like that's such a bold it's statement. It's a very bold statement. Right. Yes. But we live our life like that. Yeah. We want to, people to want to follow us because mm -hmm. we are following Christ mm -hmm. and exhibiting Christ. You oh, know? yeah. So, oh, yeah. anyway. <laughs> Sorry. No, you're good. Um, so, when we were about halfway through the first week of that challenge, I remember telling Jimmy, my husband, if you don't know us, um, I just said, I'm not doing this challenge for me anymore. It was just like this very eye-opening moment where I had spoken to a couple of ladies that were just so broken yeah so down and i said i'm here to encourage other women like i don't know what this looks like i don't understand why he's using this platform like what a strange platform yeah in the moment but honestly i have seen this grow so like i have not stopped doing challenges except for over christmas break um so I've I'm literally just started my fifteenth challenge this week. Wow, wow. <laughs> um, which is bizarre and crazy, but it's because I love to encourage these women, and I tell them every single challenge. My number one goal is to encourage and support you, mm -hmm. because so many women do not have that at home. Like I've heard to me like almost horror stories of these husbands just like just beating them down with words, you know? Yeah. And like, I don't understand why you're doing this. You've never been successful before. And, and they just need to know, like, you can do this. You know, if I can do this, you can do this, you know? Mm -hmm. And um, so through this all, um, I'm starting in January or so, like it really, God started really working on me, you know, mm -hmm. really working on my heart, um, using the book of Ruth and just speaking mm. to me through things that were going on in my life and like bitterness that I had held and how I had to let go of this bitterness and like all this stuff. And as I'm l encouraging other women, it is like this huge encouragement to myself. Like, yeah. I don't think people realize like when you're encouraging somebody, it lifts you up. Absolutely. Like it's like a t twofold. And when you're encouraging somebody, they want to encourage you, you know? Yeah. And so I've gotten so much more, I feel like out of this than I could even give these yeah. women but you know he's just really been moving on me like no like you're not this isn't it's not just gonna be through here it's not just this you know 
you're going to encourage women in a whole nother way. And yeah. it's now it's not just about the weight loss or your state of mind or whatever. It's really like we need to encourage women um, because the Bible tells us to. Mm-hmm. You know, like the Bible tells us to encourage each other. In fact, it tells us in um, Romans 12, 6 through 8. Um, I lost my thing. Um, it says, We have different gifts according to the grace given to each of us. If your gift is prophesying, then prophesy in accordance with your faith. If it is serving, then serve. If it is teaching, then teach. If it is to encourage, then give encouragement. If it is giving, then give generously. If it is to lead, do it diligently. If it is to show mercy, do it cheerfully. Mm. Funny thing is when I read this <laughs> scripture, I was like, oh, okay. So God doesn't just give us one gift. Yeah. You know, like how many people think like, oh, he'll never give me a gift or, but it tells you these are the gifts. Like these aren't yeah. hard, difficult, scary yeah, and this is one of, one of the places in the in scripture where it talks about the gifts. Yes, like, and so yes, we could turn to many, you know, a couple of other passages, mm-hmm. but in talking about these gifts, like prophesying, right. serving, teaching, this these are gifts that each. Do you feel so? Let me ask you this: Do mm-hmm. you feel like the gifts are interchangeable? And what I mean by that is, do you feel like the Spirit can press upon you, like? Yes, we all have special giftings. Like, I feel mm-hmm. like, um, well, I, I, we don't need to get into all that. We have special giftings, but do you think that he will um, prompt, like, for instance, if I'm in a situation where I, I need the gift of teaching, that mm-hmm. he would prompt that in us and and be able to bring that out of us in that time for, mm-hmm. for that purpose? I do. Um, I honestly believe that he gives you the gift you need in the moment. Mm-hmm. Um you know, like I look at these and I'm like, I, he's he, at some point in my life, it's different times, different stages. I've had most, a lot of these, Yeah. you know, like he's, he's gifted me with that, you know, being able to, um, you know, the scariest one on this, on this list is prophesying. Mm-hmm. People are like prophecy. That's, you know, that's so scary, but honestly, it's just sharing what God gave you, you know? Right. And I've had moments where I know that what I said was not from me because it wasn't in my mind, you know? Mm -hmm. And so I know that God has given me that gift, but only when I need it. It's not like I'm constantly prophesying and I'm on, you know, like everything out of my mouth is... Well, it's just us being, you know, us being available. Yes. Right? Yes. Like, I'm not special because I have a gift or whatever. I'm special Mm -hmm. because I use it. I'm special because of Him. You know what I mean? Like, obviously, the gift is, is, is from Him and prompted mm-hmm. by him and all, all of the things, right? Mm-hmm. So if we don't use it, he, he's going to go to somebody that, that, mm-hmm. that will. Like that mm-hmm. opportunity will open up for, for someone that, that will use it. And so, oh, yes. you know, if he puts the opportunity before us, obviously he's equipping us mm-hmm. with whatever it is that we need. Like we can't put limits on a limitless God. Oh, absolutely. And, I, and that's why I feel like, and I, like I said, I'm not a theologian. And it's a question that I have because I'm like, so many people are like, okay, well, I'm an evangelist or I'm a mm-hmm. prophet or I'm a, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, yes, yes. Okay, yeah, 100%. But that doesn't mean that you're not, you know, an encourager or a teacher mm-hmm. or, you know, whatever mm-hmm. we're talking about. Either like that he wouldn't use you in that gifting right, at some point or for a right. period of time or... 
whatever. Mm-hmm. And listeners, if I'm totally wrong, like, tell tell me. Hit me up. Like, tell me. But that's one of the things that, and mm-hmm. I was telling Max, like, because we've been really clear about, like, and I know we're talking about encouragement, but talking about yeah. gifts, like, mm-hmm. where we are in the season of life right now, we are... God has told us very clearly that we will be growing in our spiritual gifts. Mm-hmm. And so I told him the other day, I said, I feel like where we are right now and just like we've got, we're getting involved in a community group and whatever. And I feel like it's a safe place mm-hmm. to, to not know, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, okay, just not erase everything that you know or, or whatever, or think that you know, but mm-hmm. be open to, because gifts is not something that we have spent a lot of time on. Right. you know, in Bible studies that we've mm-hmm. done or groups that we've been in or, you know, whatever. And it's just the atmosphere that, that we've, we've been in. So I'm like, I'm not going to be afraid to ask any question, you know, like, mm-hmm. and, and there's no expectation. Like, well, golly, shouldn't you know that? Like you were mm-hmm. a youth pastor or whatever. Well, I mean, obviously I don't know all the things. He's the only one that does. So <laughs> amen. I feel like it's a safe place to ask those questions. But you know what? I think that we get in a place in our life like we where we think there's an expectation that people have on us mm-hmm. that we feel like we have to live up to and this can go so many different ways but just speaking for you know for this situation like that we have to live up to like we're supposed to know it or whatever but then we don't ask the questions mm-hmm. and then we don't know it's kind of like I don't want to ask a stupid question or I don't want to ask a question that people think that I should know or whatever because then I'm not going to be as smart as smart as I thought that I was or I'm not going right. to be as you know whatever like but we limit ourselves so much by doing mm-hmm. that and part of that is because we don't extend the grace mm-hmm. that that we should extend you know as people to other people and so we think oh well we're not going to receive that grace right you know um or talking about encouragement we don't extend the encouragement that we should to other people and so we're not going to receive that encouragement mm-hmm. with like when I do ask a question and they're like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm so glad you asked that question, right. you know, or whatever. But so I know obviously encouragement. So what are you doing with that? Like with what God, how, where God's led, led you to this point? <laughs> yeah. Um, so it kind of started out with me just doing like live videos within the challenge group. I would get on live, just talk to these that ladies. That courage, girl. It does. And I was nervous my first few and now it's so natural. Um, but then God was like, yeah, you're doing good, but you need to do some lives on your Facebook. And so I have not a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a less safe zone. Yes. Because that's like out there for everybody. This is everyone I know. Okay. <laughs> the thing about on these groups is they don't really know me. Right. right. <laughs> They're getting to know me, yeah. but they don't know my past and my history. And they don't, you know, like they know who I am in the moment. Yeah. And, but going live on my Facebook was all that was really scary. Like yeah. this is my personal page. Um, so God's used me a few times there, I feel, but now he's like, okay, this is, it's more than, you know, th- you're, you, that's become your safe place. Like mm. the challenges have become my safe place. Yeah. And he's like, but I really just, I want you to share this with all women, not just the women in these groups, but the women that you touch on a daily basis, you need to share this with. Yeah. And, um, your so reach. yes. Mm-hmm. And so I've. I'm, I'm starting a Facebook group that um, is called Connection with Purpose because I truly believe 
that the connections that I've made with these women and these groups is really what has given me this this purpose in my life. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of times the connection in our lives is what fuels our purpose. Yeah. If you don't have a connection to somebody else that may have the same, um, you know, maybe same life goals as you or passions, have the same beliefs so. or passions, mm -hmm. then it's really hard to continue on when you don't have somebody to encourage and support you and back you in that. Right. And or so, you're going to live life together differently than what you would if you shared those passions and exactly, desires. Exactly. Yeah. And I feel like God gave me the words connection and purpose this year for a reason, you yeah. know? And That's kind of cool. Yeah, very. And just I, the other night laying in bed, or the other morning laying in bed going, okay, God, like, what what am I supposed to do? And he's like, encourage, encourage, encourage. And that's the only word that I've heard for days. And so I know that what I'm doing is what he's asking me to do. What it's going to look like, I don't know. It's, it may change daily. I don't know. Yeah. But as of right now, it's to encourage women and and hopefully, you know, speak into those that are just really struggling right now. There, yeah. This is a crazy time, you know. There's so many women who right now are stuck at home. Maybe they're a single mom. So they're stuck at home with their kids. They have no outlet because they can't go anywhere. They can't go hang out with their friends. They can't, you know, like just reach out to people. And so they're struggling. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, depression, you may have never ever felt depressed before, but you may these last four months. Yeah. Like you may have, it may have started setting in. Like, is this gonna last forever? Like, we don't know what's tomorrow, what tomorrow's gonna right. hold, you know? Yeah. Um, so how are you encouraging? Like for the listeners mm -hmm. like that, are, okay, well, I wanna be more encouraging. because. For some like mm -hmm. you, it's really natural, but right. for some it's not, right. you know, like it takes effort. So mm -hmm. what, that's, the world needs more of this. So yes. like, what, what do you do to be an encourager? Um, one of the biggest things that I've started doing um, that I feel like has probably made the most difference. And I, I try to do this with my, with my children, with my husband, with my friends, like, you know, but it's to remind people like, you are beautiful, mm -hmm. you are, amazing you are strong mm -hmm. like there's so many things that we need to hear but we don't tell it to ourselves. yeah um but just lifting other women up right i mean right now the ministry is for women it doesn't mean forever it's going to be for women he it may just expand and you yeah. know but right now just telling people like you are worthy and you are enough and jesus loves you no matter where you've been no yeah. matter what your past you are loved. Like mm. I constantly say that you are loved and you are blessed because so many women do not feel loved. Yeah. You know? Um, and I mean, and this, these can be women that are in a home and they look happy and everything looks normal from the outside, but inside they are so yeah. just torn up and beating themselves up and, and it's these masks saying, that we wear. Exactly. You know? And now figure, like we literally have to wear masks. Right. We can't right. even see if okay, anyone's I'm smiling. Figuratively. <laughs> Now we're literally wearing masks and hiding behind the mask. But exactly. Yes. But no, for real. Like mm -hmm. we do, we put up this wall, we go to church, we go to work, we go wherever we're going to be out. Almost robotic. And everyone thinks that we're happy and we have the perfect marriage and the perfect children. And well, if you know me, you don't, you know, that's not true. But <laughs> you know, like we, we put up this wall to protect ourselves. Yeah. And we don't let people know, Hey, I'm really hurting. I'm really struggling. I don't, 
I don't feel like I'm enough. I don't feel like I'm I'm good at this or you know whatever. And so I think what's been different for you, like mm-hmm. you have been like in these groups, you have been vulnerable, right? Mm-hmm. So you have shared the struggle or what you know. It's you're not wearing that mask. It's right. not like hey, this is my perfect little life and I'm doing this challenge and I've got these, you know, two boys that are just beautiful and smart Mm -hmm. and, you know, my husband's so loving and he cooks when I want him to cook and, you know, whatever. (laughs) You know, so I think that that is it. Like, it's Mm -hmm. just being who you are, being real. And it doesn't Mm -hmm. mean that I'm constantly Debbie Downer. It just means, like, I'm just being who I am, Mm -hmm. you know. And, like, some people... So I, I've been asked, like, are you really, like, legitimately always this happy? Like, whatever. No, but a lot of times. Right. Because my joy doesn't come from my, my circumstance. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. So, yeah, a lot of times, and I think, I think that you're that, like, you've, you've found your joy. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. you're there, too. And so, but one of the things I wanted to point out, and I know that we're running out of time, mm-hmm. but you said, like, it may be only for women right now. Mm-hmm. I think we have to remember, I was listening to a sermon. I don't remember who it was by, so I'm sorry that I can't give credit. But basically talking back about Adam and Eve and mm-hmm. how, you know, God could have taken a piece from wherever he wanted to in mm-hmm. Adam, you know what I mean, to form us. Or not a piece at all, mm-hmm. right? Could have just made us straight up from the dust too. Mm-hmm. But he chose to take that rib, right? And if we look at a rib, what what is a rib? He didn't take a shoulder bone. He didn't take a foot bone, you know, not for men, like a foot bone for men to walk on us and not a shoulder bone for them to, you know, strong arm us. He took a rib bone and a rib is like protection for that, those Mm -hmm. internal, you know, organs and things that are going on there. Right. Like it's a protection. And I think that as we, uh, we, as women, as Mm -hmm. we get stronger and we are more, um, confident and Mm -hmm. we are more bold and whatever it's not to overshadow our men like 100% they are you know and and I know that not everybody listens married and all of those things but speaking from a marriage relationship Mm -hmm. okay um, like they are the head of the household they are we are to I know this is a taboo word but submit to them like but but that doesn't mean that we don't have an opinion. It doesn't right. mean that we're not encouraging them. It doesn't mean that, you know, what we say doesn't matter. That's not what that means. But when we are there, like, take, he took us from Adam's rib and, and made us. Like, we are there as part of a protection mm-hmm. for our spouse, for our significant other. Like, because um, I, he could have taken us from anywhere. Right. So when we're stronger, they're stronger. When we're encouraged, they're encouraged. And what does that do for the family unit? You know, and then when our family units are stronger and encouraged and united, and what does that do for our community? And mm-hmm. then what does that do for our nation? Like, you know, and yes. where could we be, you know, if if we could do what you're doing? Mm-hmm. All of us. You know what I mean? Right. So, yeah. anyway, I guess, like, I don't know. Do you have anything else to add to all of this before we say goodbye to our peeps? Um I would just say, you know, really pray and ask God what what your gifts are if you just truly don't know. Like, you may be an, an amazing encourager and you're just not using it, you know. Yeah. You may be an awesome teacher and just not know, you know. But, like, remember, like it said, you could be a server. You could be, you know, like, there's so many things. Yeah. And I feel like 
every one of us fall in some category. Yeah. Like we all can tap into these gifts because they're God-given gifts, you know? And, mm-hmm. um, you know, if you just really truly feel in your heart that you like to serve, well, then maybe that's your gift and you need yeah. to step out, you know, step mm-hmm. out on faith. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Step out in faith because, you know, he's got us. Absolutely. He's got us. I'm going to, um, I don't want to share, but I've got, I feel like, like God gave me something really good and mm-hmm. I'm going to talk about it. And there's an upcoming event for pastor's wives that, mm-hmm. um, Renewed by Faith is putting on and I'm speaking and I'm sharing a little bit of this, but it's, I'm going to talk about 20 seconds of supernatural courage, mm-hmm. right? Like stepping out in that space, yes. like that's what that reminds me of mm-hmm. is, and it came from a movie. And so I'm not going to share all the things here, but anyway, it came from a movie of like 20 seconds of just stupid radical courage or whatever. Mm-hmm. But obviously we're saying supernatural, but it just takes the one. Oh, 100%. it just takes you being courageous enough to say like, Hey, you're beautiful, regardless of mm-hmm. what everybody else around that person may be saying or whatever. Like, it just takes the one mm-hmm. to make a difference and to be contagious. Mm-hmm. And if we all are doing our part in that, we can make an impact that God created us to make. Yes. Ultimately. So, anyway, that's our encouragement to you today. So, um, thank you for listening. And I hate to end these things like this because I feel like we could go on so much more, but <laughs> I've committed to keeping it to a certain time. And we're already over that. So thank you so much. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. I love you so much. I love you too. And we want our listeners to know that you are so very, very loved. Until next time.